0: <clears throat> Shut up and <laughs> sit down. and beast the podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Jen Bishop, thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Jubilant Beast, the podcast. As always, I'm super appreciative of you choosing to spend some time here with me. For whilst I'm not there beside you, and who knows when you're actually listening to this. I assure you, I'm there. Oh, the magical power of energy. Yes, indeed. So... I'm going through a very interesting time personally right now. It's a beautiful period of transition, which always carries with it the duality of awesome excitement and possibility, and then the flip side of, you know, the fear, the hesitation, needing to let go. I feel. The hermit crab, who, whose shell has gotten too small, so you've kind of got that cramped feeling. But you aren't quite ready to let go of the shell, because if you do, then you're going to be shellless until you get that next shell, and that's kind of where I'm at. And it's interesting, because it's, be, it, it's been this wonderful reminder to myself. It's it's provided me a chance to respond to myself the way I respond to other people. What do I mean by that? I mean, if a friend came to me and said the exact same thing to me, I would respond with so much love and compassion and trust and faith and straight up knowing. Like... I would know for certain that whatever they were going through was perfect for them right now. That they were exactly where they needed to be, doing exactly what they needed to do. It was all great. And I would remind them that action is secondary. Action is secondary to energy. I would like to think it's the other way around if we even address energy directly at all, which most people don't, but energy matters. So if you're forcing action, you can only get so far. But if you line up your energy first, then the action that, that you take will be so much more impactful, productive, and enjoyable. And I would remind this friend that it was about the energy and that if they were feeling bad about themselves and about their current situation, that's now their point of attraction, energetically speaking. And I would remind them how much I love them exactly as they are. And I would remind them of the importance of self-care, how when we have our moments of doubt, which will always, we, we never will shake doubt completely. I feel like that's part of the human condition. Of We will question things in ourselves and That's lovely, though. It always provides you a a new opportunity to reassess and make any shifts you want to make. Allow the vision of yourself and your life, allow it to adapt and morph and evolve. And then if we can choose to adapt and morph and evolve with that vision, to match that vision, oh, guys, we're going to find such incredible, oh, man, that's the dream, right? dream that can be the reality if we allow it to be. So if I could say all this to a friend, and I wouldn't let their doubt hinder me or impact me at all because I have such a strong knowing for them and holding space for them and that bigger vision of themselves and their lives. Knowing that if they gave themselves the chance to get still and quiet, they would know what the answers were for themselves, what their next moves should be, what the next steps should be. Because it's all coming from within, innards, then outwards. If someone told me, my external life seems a little wonky, I'm trying to fix it, how should I fix it? I'll increase my to do list. I'd say, yo. Inards and outards, baby. If your external world is a little wonky, that means your internal world is a little wonky. So what are you going to do about that? And something so amazing about that is when you're feeling wonky, if you allowed yourself 20 minutes to just sit with your eyes closed in the quiet, call it meditation, call it sitting still with your eyes closed in the quiet, Everything would shift. And that's just from twenty minutes. Epic, epic, epic if we can truly grasp this concept of innards then outers. If we can allow that to be a framework in our lives. Oh man, the return on investment, y'all. I can't even begin. Ugh. So it'd be really easy for me to show up for someone else in that way. But it's not so easy for me to show up for myself in that way. I'll get down on myself. I'll still be really hard on myself sometimes. Jen, you know better, so why aren't you doing better? But what an amazing opportunity. Because whenever I go through a a, a period like this It gives me a chance to reassess, recalibrate and realign. It gives me a chance to recommit to the things that matter to me. It allows me a chance to recommit to the vision that I hold for myself in my life and it gives me a chance to, holy cow, increase my integrity. How? By, By walking the walk, not just talking the talk, not just being the person who sits across from someone else And spews out these wonderful messages of inspiration and love and empowerment but actually embraces them internalizes them allows them to be a part of my life too what an amazing gift that is and apart from boosting my my integrity it boosts my compassion because what an awesome reminder of for me to be as awake as I am and to still have moments like this, it allows me to feel so much more compassion for people in general for what their internal struggles are. And then it feeds my desire to truly recommit to my mission here because if I, I, I don't want people to feel So shitty and lost. I I appreciate that there's a place for that energy, though. There is absolutely a place for this. Contrast is a beautiful fucking thing, and I don't want it to not be there. But it's this wonderful catalyst for me as a reminder that I want people to enjoy themselves and enjoy their lives. I don't approach it as a Misery loves company, I'm gonna to try to pull people down. I, I, I use it as that slingshot of, wow, this kinda of blows. What can I do to, to help others to not have to feel this way as often as perhaps they are right now? What can I offer, what can I contribute, how can I be of service to increase the light and the love and the joy in other people's lives? How amazing, how incredible to feel your, your inner perspective on something shift, to go from feeling pretty lost and mulled down by it, to feeling free by it. My, my current set of circumstances didn't change. my energy did though this ties into the unconditional happiness bit that I spoke about in episode 3 I may not feel very good right now but I still feel really happy because I understand this is part of the bigger picture and because I didn't stay focused on the fact that I didn't feel right or that my external circumstances weren't what I would want right now or dot 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 fill in the blank what have you it opens space for me to see these positives by letting go and any degree of self-loathing or self-pity or any of that I created space something else to occupy and for me right now that's something else was a series of, of new realizations and also deeper realizations of concepts I already knew things that I know but I don't really know them yet because if I did I'd be living my life differently but I got a deeper understanding I got a big old smile on my face right now because I went from feeling like a pressure cooker in a really uncomfortable way to a pressure cooker, but I'm really excited. I'm really excited for what's next and, and for what I'm now gonna be able to show up and offer to others because I'm approaching this from the inside out, innards then outwards. If I didn't take a moment for myself to bring it back to self-love, to bring it back to Jen. Take care of yourself, girl. I I wouldn't be able to show up for others and do what I gotta do. And I'm meant to do some big stuff. That can be intimidating. Or it can be invigorating you're invigorated when you feel prepared so don't wait till the moment's upon you to then start preparing then it's not preparation anymore there's this movie called Spy Game with Robert Redford and Brad Pitt Brad Pitt's last name is Bishop always gives me a giggle there's a line that Redford has in it that has stuck with me since the first time I saw this flick He says, when did Noah build the Ark? Before the flood? And he says that in response to someone who's looking at his current behavior, not understanding why, because it appears to them as an outsider to be unwarranted. And his response is, when did Noah build the Ark? Before the flood? My current internal struggles have allowed me to reconnect really deeply, really beautifully with this concept. Don't worry about the destination. Worry about about the in-between. Have a good time getting wherever you're going. And what a wonderful reminder, all of it to myself, all of it about me looking in on my own shit and allowing myself to get real about it and allowing myself to feel bad for myself but only temporarily because I also allowed myself the chance to recommit to what matters to me I want to feel good y'all self-pity doesn't feel good like no no Like the arrow being pulled backwards, man. Didn't feel so good. But because I was able to let it go, allow it to truly be a temporary thing for me. Ooh, what a catalyst. Ooh, what a catalyst. Ugh, oh, hot damn. So, what about you? Where are you at right now? What are you? What are what about you? What are you up to? What's going on? Are you dealing with some things internally or externally or both that that may not be quite what you are wanting? Are you judging yourself? Are you coming down really hard on yourself? Are you judging others? are coming down really hard on them I invite you to reassess your life right here and now as it currently stands in all of its big bad beautiful glory I invite you to really give yourself a chance to reassess remind yourself what is it that that you want to do while you're here what do you want your legacy to be how do you want to feel on a day-to-day basis what work lights you up what play lights you up what people light you up what work play people has the opposite effect I invite you to reassess your life as I am now reassessing mine where are the areas or it's time to let go and letting go could be letting something go so it goes away letting go could be letting go of fear so that we can welcome new things in I invite you to reassess in this way and I assure you I'm I'm right here in the trenches with you and yes it's a little scary by a little I mean a lot yes it's a little difficult by a little I mean a lot like any muscle it gets stronger the more you you work it and it truly helps lay that foundation running on a treadmill versus running on the sidewalk you can take the same ten steps but the amount of ground you cover is vastly different so I invite you reassess, recalibrate, realign recommit to the things that matter to the ways of being that light up with you, to the things that resonate with your very soul and let it be an innards and outers kind of deal if you can align your energy first then bring that out to the world to the people in your lives to the jobs you're going after to the habits you want to cultivate to the hobbies you want to reconnect to whew, whew. between now and then like even a week give yourself a week to really recommit to the things that matter to you man man that'd be like light and day Gosh, I'm excited for us. You know, like legit. I can feel it in my toes, all the way down to my toes. I'm so excited for us. Can you smell the possibility? I sure can. Please feel free to reach out. Always here for you. Sending in nothing but love and light.